Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, I was so mad at myself, Don, because I dimmed my light. I didn't believe in myself and I missed out on an opportunity because I was fearful, really. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit cultivatingherspace.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Our quote of the day. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Lady, that quote probably sounds familiar to you. It comes from Marion Williamson. And I have seen this quote multiple times throughout my life. But for the people in the back, we're going to give it one more time. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. T. I mean, I feel that in my spirit, like deep down in my bones. Yes, girl. I'm with you down. I'm with you. I feel it in my spirit. And actually, I don't know if you know this, but I am, or I used to be an expert dimmer. 
So I was like a professional light dimmer. I was very, I, I dimmed my light often and I did it very well that I could probably write a book about it. <laughs> that was my ministry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, you got to go back. Expert light dimmer? Expert, girl. Expert. <laughs> Dang, man. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, what, so really, like, what did that look like for you? I mean, I'm just going to dive right on it. Like, what did that look like for you? Let's do it. I have so many situations that I could tell you about, but the one that comes to mind for me is really just my public speaking career in general. So a few years ago, before, like when I was first getting started on my public speaking journey, before I was, you know, speaking at different conferences, I got invited to speak at a conference to have my speech critiqued. And I was so nervous about it. I remember this was like one of my first big trips by myself as an adult. And I was so nervous and I agreed to do it. And then I was like, you know what? After the fact, you know, your brain starts, that part of your brain, the critic starts coming in like, girl, what you doing? You can't do this. The critic came yes. in like, you don't know, you can't do this. Like, you know, people are going to judge you. They're going to laugh. You don't know what to talk about, you know, whatever, whatever. So I ended up backing out at the last minute, girl. So I get to the conference later and I see this 17 year old who goes up and she is up there killing it. She's up there giving her speech. She is so eloquent. She is so well poised. I mean, she got it going on. And I was like, a 17 year old is doing this. And I was in my early 20s at the time. I was like, yo, if a 17-year-old could do this, I can do it. So I went to the conference organizer and I'm like, hey, you know, can I actually try it out? Like, I want to do it. And they were like, oh, no, sorry. Like, we were all booked out. There's no more space. And I was so mad at myself, Don, because I dimmed my light. I didn't believe in myself and I missed out on an opportunity because I was fearful, really. And when I think about just the public speaking journey in general, I dimmed my light because of fear, just in general, because of fear, rejection. I thought people would laugh at me. And I had this extreme discomfort being my full self. And I do think a lot of this has to do with childhood. I, I noticed a lot of those themes in childhood and they followed me into adulthood. And I had a problem being my authentic self, who is this silly, quirky, nerdy, but a cool nerd. <laughs> just person with like a unique swag. And I always felt so uncomfortable being that person, Dom. And it took me a long time to get there. But that is the story that comes to mind to me is like being that uncomfortable with myself and showing up. Yes. You've shared that story <laughs> with us before, but not yeah. in this context. Right. And so but when you put it in this context. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like. It's amazing to me how paralyzing fear and judgment can be. And would you point it out too about how things from your, your childhood played a role in you dimming your light, right? Mm -hmm. And I just think about how even in that moment, like how you let your light dim mm -hmm. but you didn't put it out right like you didn't extinguish it because right. you still showed up at the conference and then yeah. you did end up trying to after seeing the other woman you did end up asking 
to like get back to get up there. Right. Mm-hmm. And to me, that goes directly back to our quote. Right. So you have this other young woman who's up there and she's not afraid to dim her light. She's up there letting her light shine. And unbeknownst to her, her light shining gave you the motivation to let your light shine. Yes. Yes, 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 Dom. You hit the nail on the head with that. And I do want to ask you about your experience. But first, I just want to say, lady, we're going to talk about how dimming your light is holding you back. And this could be holding you back from relationships, money, opportunities like I just shared with you and more. So this is definitely an episode that you're going to want to bookmark and share. And we're going to do a deep dive in the after show and talk a bit more about our personal experiences and offer some bonus tips. So make sure you visit herspacepodcast.com and click Wisdom Wednesday with Terry, Patreon at the top, or you can get access to the after show right within the Spotify app or Apple podcast. Okay. So get your, get your life lady because we're about to go in. Now, Dom, you got to tell me what about you? Do you have any experiences that come to mind where you're like, you know what? I was dimming my light and I probably should have shown up in a different way. I think about from the relationship standpoint. Ooh. Right. So I think about relationships that I've been in where my partner, like I've dated like insecure men. I'll just say that. Right. Speak on it, girl, because you ain't the only one. Go ahead, girl. Right. And so, you know, (laughs) I've dated these insecure men and I have to own, you know, part of my work on myself is I have to own the role that like I played in the dynamics of the relationship. Right. And one of the roles that I played in the dynamic of those relationships was that I allowed my light to be dimmed to caretake their insecurity, right? To pacify Mm. their insecurity so that they wouldn't feel more insecure. There were things that I either didn't talk about or didn't allow experiences or opportunities that I didn't allow myself to engage in because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to surpass them, right? In hindsight, it's very clear. You know how they say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. That it's in, in hindsight, like I know that there is nothing that I could have done differently to address their insecurity, right? So like no matter who I was, they were going to continue to be insecure. Yes. And so really the person that I truly hurt in all of that was myself. Like, I think about the number of opportunities that I may have passed up Mm. because I allowed myself to dim my light thinking that it was serving the other person. Mm -hmm. Girl, I am so glad that you used that example. Were you going to say something else? No, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just, when you said that, Dom, one, I'm so grateful that you used this example because I think many of us have been in a situation like that where we dim our light for our partner. And it makes me think about the social media post and then a past experience that I had or that a friend of mine had. So one, there was a social media post where it says something like, if the woman is the breadwinner and they go out to dinner, should she give her card to the man so that he can 
appear to be the one that's like paying for it. And I'm just like, wow, that is some deep shit. If you got to go, like, why, why does it matter? You know what I mean? There, were, there was an example of that. And then there was a second one where the woman, she has her own car. The guy doesn't have a car. He's catching the bus or public transportation. But when they go out, she lets him drive her car because he needs that to feel more, I guess, in control, masculine, whatever it might be. So it's a little, di- I don't know, it might be a little different from dimming your light, but I think that there's like a subtle dimmer up in there somewhere. <laughs> there is a dimmer in there, right? So essentially, yeah. it's a mix of she is dimming her light and caretaking him, right? Mm. In the sense that, okay, in her effort to try to not emasculate him and feed into like the patriarchy, like that patriarchal system around. And I say not emasculate him. I don't think she was emasculating him by being herself. Right. But he may have felt felt that way. And so to me, when I see that, I mean, my, my immediate thought is, oh, they're just not, they're not equally yoked. Like, they mm-hmm. probably should not be in a romantic relationship if that's the dynamic, right? Because yeah. in a healthy relationship where she's not dimming her light, what that looks like in the example that you gave is she drives her own car. He has mm-hmm. no problem riding in the passenger seat. And when they go out to dinner, There is no issue with her taking out her car to pay. Mm -hmm. Both parties are comfortable with it. They ignore whatever judgment may be coming from other folks around them. But both of them are comfortable with their situation. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's good, too. That 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 part right there. Other people who are chiming in. That's a whole another episode right there. Now, Don, before we get more into the juicy episode, I do want to ask you, is there anything in particular that you're excited about these days just in the life of Dom before we get into our episode? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked because (laughs) I, you know, honestly, like the thing outside of the podcast, right? Like this, this creating content for the podcast definitely excites me. But the other thing that excites me is my growing private practice, right? So I enjoy helping folks on their journeys. I, I don't take it lightly. I think that it's a beautiful experience and I feel extremely privileged to be with folks who are on their journey to being their best self. And so, lady, if you are in the state of California and you are looking for a therapist and would do me the honor of letting me join you on this journey, you can find me at Dr. So that's Dr. Dominique Broussard, D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com. Yay, Dom, I'm so excited for you. My eyes are watering up over here. I'm just so excited because Aww, we talked about this you. when we first started the podcast. I, every time Dom and I meet, I swear we talk about this, but we talked about this when we first started the podcast. It was a big goal. And now Dom has her practice. So lady, if you are in California, 
visit Don's website, okay, and go schedule your consultation. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, T, what about you? What is happening for you these days? Yes, Don. Well, I am excited about the podcast too. I'm also excited about the virtual conference that we're planning for. So ladies, stay tuned. Go follow us on Instagram, lady. That's our place on social media where we're most active at Herspace Podcast. We just posted something maybe like last week or a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point when you're listening. And basically we said, let us know that you listen to the podcast without telling us that you're a listener of the podcast or something. And the responses, um, they gave me so much joy. I love them. Me too. But as far as, wasn't it so fun? Yes. As far as what I'm excited about, lady, I am really excited about my book that I published last year. It's called How to Glow Up As You Grow Up. And you can visit glowupbook.com to get access to the book. And basically in this book, you'll find encouragement and guidance on how to find success through hard times, how to overcome obstacles, how to heal from losing a parent, how to stand in the gap for absentee parents by raising your siblings and a lot of other things. It's a workbook style book and it really is a labor of love. So blowupbook.com. Lady, be sure to check that out and support and also enhance your own life because it is a personal development book. It's not just one of those books where I'm like, go buy my book, go support me. But it's like a journey that we're traveling on together. Yes. Yes. Definitely go and check that out. That, I mean, and no matter, I think the beautiful thing about your book is that it's something that you can keep coming back to, right? So like you could be at you could get one goal accomplished, like be in one space in life. And then you're like, you know what? No, I need to reassess some things. And you can go back and do some of the exercises in the book and re- reassess. So I-, I love that it's something that you can keep going back to. That is the truth. Now, I'm so glad you said that, girl, because I'm telling you, in our journey, sometimes it's like we think we learned something. And then you're like, oh, wait, I need to go back and revisit that lesson. So speaking of revisiting lessons, lady, we're about to jump right back into the dimming your light conversation. And I think we should start off with the definition. Like what is the official definition of dimming your light? So we can kind of see what does this look like in action? Because I think we hear this so much now. People are like, don't let anyone dim your light. Don't dim your light. You walk into a room and you shine a light. Okay, well, what does that look like in action? What does that look like right. when I'm depressed one day and I'm like, right. how do I show up in, in this room and not dim my light when I'm intimidated or I'm depressed, whatever it might be? So Dom, do you want to share the definition with us? Yes. So the definition of dimming your light means that you're not letting your true self be seen, that Instead of allowing your energy to expand, you're holding it back. Like you're hiding your true light and essence. And that's a natural response to pain or threat. And for some of us, that might be a trauma response. And so instead of shining, we shrink. And lady, we do want to shout out Sylvia Salo. I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. Sylvia Salo, that's S-A-L-O-W. She has an amazing article called The Six Secrets to Stop Dimming Your Light. And we're actually using a lot of her references and tips in our episode because the article was so awesome. We were like, why not share this with our audience, right? So we want to dive into some of the ways in which you might be dimming your light based on the article that she shared. So one is you swallowed your words when you know that you should speak up. You Ooh. swallowed your words when you know you should speak Ooh. up. Child, how many times have Ooh. we been here? 
I know I've been there, but listen, listen. In a meeting at work, in the classroom. Come on down. Yes. With your parents or your family members, that one Mm -hmm. that one auntie or uncle who likes to come in and tell everybody how they should be living their life. And they say that one wrong thing and you're like, you give that look. And you you look at your siblings across the table or you look at your cousins next to you, and you all know that what auntie said was hella wrong, mm-hmm. but you don't speak up. Or you tell your friends or family that things aren't going well when they actually are. Yo, that right there, yo, that oh. that hits home for me. Oh. Try not to make things seem so uh, as awesome as they are because you don't want to. I, I I don't want to ever be that person down where like people are either envious. Not that this, not that I can control how they feel anyway, but like I don't want to make people feel envious or make them feel uncomfortable or feel away. And that one right there, you just making up shit that's wrong where you're like, everything's actually great with me, but everybody else is, you know, miserable or they have something bad going on. So let me go ahead and just join the party. Oh, but you know what too? It may not be that you're not saying things are going well, but Mm -hmm. maybe you're just not sharing anything at all. Mm hmm. So I think it could go either way. Right. So like either you're saying things are going bad when they really aren't or you're not giving any information at all. Yeah. So you got an exciting update and you're like, I'm not going to share that. Right. Like you at the family dinner table again and auntie circles back around and she's like, so what you got going on? And you're like, oh, nothing. I'm chilling. Yeah, that's me. We, we're going to dive into this because I, I feel like there's a fine, I feel like there's a balance here. So Dama, we're going to dive in deep when we get to these tips. So the next one is you allow energy vampires to kill your spark, excitement, and steal your energy when you should set firm boundaries instead. Ooh. 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 Okay, Sylvia, we see what you did there. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. So you telling, you letting folks come in. And let's say that you are in that space where you're sharing the good news and then Mm -hmm. they come in and they're like, I mean, that's cool. It ain't, you ain't Oprah. So, okay. Mm -hmm. And like they kill your vibe. And so you just stop, like you stop sharing when really what you could do is set a boundary with them and say something along the lines of. Well, wait, I'm going to share that in the tips, what you say to the person. I'm going to share that in the tips. Oh, Dom, you have me on the edge. You have me on the edge of my seat. I was like, wait, what you going to say? What you going to say? You know, it's funny. This makes, this example makes me think about a situation where let's say it's like, I'm, what came to mind for me, because I just had a baby was like, let's say it's like your birth and you know, you can invite mm. people to be at the birth, but sometimes you want to, you know, cultivate a certain type of vibe or energy. So you're like, you know what? I only yeah. want this person there, but then let somebody in without setting firm boundaries because mm-hmm. you don't want to, you know, you don't want to kill you the vibe. You don't want them to be, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want them to be upset, even though you know that they come in with a negative vibe. That could be an example. So we have a lot of examples. You have to check out Sylvia's article for the rest of them, but there are a lot of good examples there. Yeah. I mean, I think that when we all think about it, like step back and Mm -hmm. think about it, we can all identify multiple instances in our lives when Mm -hmm. we have allowed our light to dim. Yeah. 
like ladies, you listen, think about those instances for you. Like, was it, was it at work? Was it on that zoom call where you knew you had a bomb ass idea and you were like, Oh, I don't want them to be like, Oh, she thinks she all that. Or I don't want them to judge me. or I don't want them. You know what I mean? Or right. you're just out with friends and you have some really exciting news and you could share it. Maybe they are a supportive group, but you just kind of still feel a little, I don't know, like you don't want to be in the spotlight, right? You don't want your light yeah. to shine. I think one thing to also be mindful of here, Dom, is that when we say, you know, not to dim your light and shine, this doesn't mean to go into spaces and dominate. Right. Or it doesn't mean to dim other people or or shine your light in a way that's dimming someone else's, right? Or like yeah. putting someone else down. So someone shares that, you know, they just got their masters. You're like, oh, I've been had my masters. It's like, well, damn, that's not cool. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So just being mindful of like, what does it actually mean in your life and in your world for you to show up and let your light shine? Yes. Now, when it comes to how dimming your light can hold you back, we've talked Ooh. about a few examples here. I talked about missing out on opportunities. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Dom, I feel like the more I've grown and evolved as a woman, the more I'm more comfortable in my skin and with this quirky, you know, weird spirit that I came to this earth with, like it it made me so uncomfortable before because I think I was so afraid of like being talked about, being, you know, judged and being rejected because I have been an outsider before and I just have a different type of vibe. And I don't know, sometimes you meet, you meet people that connect with you on that vibe and then in other spaces you don't. And the one part of me, I think it's like the the nerdy part where like if I go somewhere, like I'm taking notes in school and in class and people would laugh and kind of make fun of that. But now I learned to embrace it. So I'm like, all right, my brain is big as hell. All right, I'm smart. Like, the fuck? you know what I mean? Like, what you mean? Right. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Right. That's cool. But I, I didn't embrace that initially because the people that I was around would make fun of that and they would, you know, oh, you mm-hmm. corny, you a square or whatever. So I think that when we're having the, the discussion around how does dimming our light hold us back? What are the ways in which you think it can also hold you back? I mean, I think that when it's holding you back, it's keeping you from brilliant opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. It's keeping you from multiple things, right? All of a sudden, just a flood of ideas just came to me, right? So okay. like, it's keeping you from getting that promotion, right? Like, you know, that phrase, I mean, and in general, like that phrase, the worst they could say is no. And nothing beats a failure, but a try. Right. All the phrases about like to actually try something. To me, all of those phrases kind of speak to not dimming your light. Right. That like dating. Right. Shoot your shot. You see someone okay. that you are attracted to and you think that you all have things in common. Shoot your shot. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I recognize that some of some of this requires a level of vulnerability, right? Yes, absolutely. But that's how our light is allowed to shine when we are willing to step into those spaces of vulnerability. So go shoot your shot with that person that you attracted to, you know, both the, if you are aware that both of y'all are single or, you know, whatever the parameters of, are, of your relationship dynamics, cause you might want to be okay. in a throuple, you know, like whatever works for you, but shoot your shot. And the worst they could say is no. Mm-hmm. 
I love it. And it makes me also think about how sometimes when we dim our light, we miss out on an opportunity to make deeper connections. Yes. And so whether it's you sharing an idea that resonates with someone, or like you said, the girl, the the 17 year old at the conference, when she went up there and she decided to shine her light brightly, she lit my little candle because I was a little on the fence. She lit my candle. And now I, you know, after that experience, I was already on the track to like becoming a speaker, but she did something for me in that moment. And now I'm able to go out and speak with more confidence and then, you know, impact other people and connect with other people and be inspired by other people because of, you know, me letting my light shine. So I think it really does allow us to make meaningful experiences while we're on earth. And honestly, life is so precious. It's like, go out and just do that thing that, you know, makes you afraid, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. I think it's really important. We miss out on so much when we don't shine brightly. And when you think about it, I personally believe that the creator gives us ideas and inventions and witty concepts for a reason. Like you're not having an idea about writing a book or going back to school or starting your practice for fun, like, or it may, it might be for fun. Let me not say it might be for fun, but it's for a purpose. Like there are people who are waiting on your message. You know what I mean? Like down there are people who are waiting to be on your couch or on your virtual zoom screen, getting their therapy on. Like there are people that need that. They're waiting for you. And if you didn't show up and shine your light and start that practice and build your website and do all the heavy lifting, they wouldn't have had an opportunity to be connected by you and hear a message that only Dr. Dom could give them in the way that Dr. Dom could give it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. Like I think about like some invention, like you are, have come up with an idea to solve a problem that someone has, right? But you don't, you don't pursue it. And Mm -hmm. so then eventually somebody's going to create it, right? Like somebody's going to do it. And then you're going to be stuck, right? Like, you're going to be looking back like, huh, back in 2015, if I would have said this, if I would have pursued this, then fast forward to 2025 and I could have been a billionaire, you know? Come on now. Come on now. Think about Oprah, right? Like, if you if you pay attention to Oprah's story. Like, it's because she did not let her light be dimmed, right? Think about Jeff Bezos and his billion, quadrillion dollar, however much money he has. He, Amazon is like practically running the world right now, right? But 20 years ago, that was not happening. Mm-hmm. I think something that I have noticed is that. As women, we have been socialized to dim our light. Mm. That we have been socialized to not put our dynamic selves out there. Like, lady, think about the charismatic, dynamic woman in the the most charismatic, dynamic woman in your workplace, in your friend circle. And how folks respond to her. How do you respond to her? And for me, when I think about that, how you are responding to her is a reflection of how great you are letting your own light dim. 
So if you are saying my light is dimming, like I'm not like I'm focused on dimming my light. Then you are going to be intimidated or jealous Mm. or judgmental. But when you're in a space where you're ready for your light to shine, but you might be struggling a little bit. When you're in the presence of that woman. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to find yourself being drawn to her presence and her energy. Because going back to our quote of the day, her light is unconsciously drawing you in and encouraging you to let your light shine. But you got to be ready for it. Yes, that is a really, really good point. I'm just kind of taking that in. That's a really good point. I think also um, when I reflecting on situations where maybe I'm trying to figure out how to word this, but let me know if it makes sense. Okay. Cause you know, y'all, you know, I still got mommy brain. Okay. So bear with me, but I'm thinking of the inverse, right? A situation where let's say that someone in your family degree is just what's coming to mind to me, but it could be any number of accomplishments, but let's say this you're at like a, I don't know, a family function or a party and someone is like getting their degree and you already have your degree. I'm thinking about a situation where you going in and also reading the room. So if I'm going somewhere and I know, okay, cool, I have my master's, my friend is getting her master's. If I go into that environment and we're there to celebrate my friend, that doesn't mean that I need to tell everyone about my degree. Like I can be there in support of her and let my light and let my light shine by way of support. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. Okay. Okay. I just want I just want to make sure we we touched on that because I feel like sometimes people hear that let your light shine and they just think it means it's like, it's not situational, but I think it is. I think that it, it, it yes, depends definitely. on the setting and all that good stuff. It's about knowing right, your audience, knowing Boom. your audience. Knowing your audience. So should we dive into some of these tips to stop dimming your light? Yes, I think we should. But I also want to point out that, you know, we want to be knowing our audience. We want to be mindful of y'all's time. So we're just going to we're going to tell you what these tips are. But if you really want to know. Then you got to check out our after show. Boom. So real quick. Tip number one. Observe your body. Tip number two. Bring your awareness to your energetic field. Tip number three, find out why you dim your light. Number four, find out how you would shine your light if no one is around. Number five, know your soul's blueprint. And I know y'all want to know more about that. one, So y'all better hop in that after show to get to get that tea. And number six. Fill yourself up. Those are so juicy. And also another shout out to Sylvia Salo because that article is so bomb. We're going to just share our own perspectives. But I do want to say, lady, we have well over 100 episodes, okay, of the podcast. So check the archives. We've talked about mommy issues, daddy issues, infertility, miscarriage, narcissist, and more. And what you can do is literally 
go to Google or whatever your search engine is and type in a keyword. So for instance, if you want to know if we talked about imposter syndrome, type it into Google and put our podcast name and that episode will come right up for you. So that's the easiest way for you to go back and find episodes that we have. So check them out. We do have a few complimentary episodes that will sort of complement the conversation today. We have season eight, episode 11, Coming to Grips with Being Enough with Dr. Janice Moody. That episode was so good, so yes. juicy. And the oh, you clatch it, girl. Yeah. Oh, no, remember yes. the oh, you clatch it yes. segment? So juicy, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we have season five, episode four, How Your Words Are Creating Your Current Reality. Put some respect on your name. And that's a very popular episode. And then we have season one, episode 12, Imposter Syndrome, How to Deal When You Feel You Don't Belong. So a lot of this conversation that we've talked about today, it's often theoretical, like it's easier said than done. So we want to do a deep dive and an extended conversation in the after show to talk about our personal experiences, to dive into some of Sylvia's tips and some juicy questions. So be sure to visit our website, herspacepodcast.com. Click Wisdom Wednesday with Terry, Patreon. You can get access there or you can get access right in the app and Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. So come and tune into the after show and join the extended conversation. Okay. Hey lady, it's Terry here from Cultivating Her Space. Are you tired of working hard for your money? Do you want your business to run smoothly when you're out of office? If you want to learn how to automate your business cash flow and increase your impact and influence, join me for my free workshop at brandwithterry.com. Again, that's brandwithterry.com. My name is spelled T-E-R-R-I. Hope to see you there, lady. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website, cultivatingherspace.com, and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I am doing the best I can with the understanding, knowledge, and awareness I have at this moment.